Welcome to the Business Intuition Podcast, the place where you can learn to trust your intuition to make business decisions without having to meditate for hours, wear crystals, or give up on coffee or wine. You don't have to leave your IQ at the door. Embrace intuitive intelligence to create a business that lights you up and finally experience the success that you deserve. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of the Intuition Revolution. And today I have uh, a beautiful guest called Chantal. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce your surname, so you're going to have to say it for me. And I'd love for you to introduce yourself briefly, and then we'll get into what your business is about. I have a couple of questions to ask you. Thank you, Chantal, for joining us. Thank you. Love being here with you, Ange, as always. Well, my surname depending which language you're speaking it in, because I'm Australian, French, English, and um, it's Van der Hagen or Van der Hagen or Van der Hagen. So it depends which one, because it, we believe that it's actually uh, Dutch origin. Yeah, um, it sounds like uh, Dutch. Yeah. Yeah, it is actually it's Dutch origin, but we call it Frenchified because actually my grandpa was Flemish. So he came from the northern part of France. So it's just giving you a little bit of my personal history here. And I was born in Australia, lived in Switzerland and in England, all three countries a few times. So it broadened my sense of self and who I am in ways that I didn't understand as a young woman, that I am now more as an older woman and the appreciation of what it meant to live in different cultures and different languages and different values, even though at times I felt very lonely and isolated too, but how that, I suppose, how I developed as a, as a woman as a consequence. You know, well, first of all, I'm very jealous of you because <laughs> that's what I've always <laughs> wanted. I was born French from French parents and we only spoke French and it felt very boring to me. <laughs> we were also from a quite a bourgeois background and um and so the yeah I, i'm quite jealous of you i'm, I'm saying this tongue-in-cheek because I, I don't really have um, a jealous bone in me but at the same time you know i've just been um i've just watched actually a webinar about diversity and they were talking about cultural intelligence and i think coming from different cultural backgrounds give you gives you that cultural intelligence because you know that your culture impacts the way you see the world because you've seen different parts of it so i love that so much mm. uh, i acquired it through traveling but you had it handed down but i also relate because my my kids are um well they're not all bilingual but they're bicultural for sure mm. and i mm. could see how they were rejecting some parts of their background because they wanted to fit in so there's all sorts of things that happen yes. with children who come from different yes. backgrounds because they don't quite feel part of the culture they're in but they don't yep. feel from the other culture either so they can feel like they're in limbo and that's an interesting thing and I hope that with time um, this is going to um, be resolved in a way where people will be honored for the diversity this is the thing I think we've come you and I from cultures that uh, promoted unity as opposed to diversity and the generations after us and, and still more are, are promoting that diversity, which will 
make the world a much better place, I'm sure. And I agree, and I like that. I never thought of it as unity versus diversity because, because of the way we were brought up, we were around people of different races, cultures, color, skin color as well. So with all this movement that's been happening, I was quite surprised at um, perhaps being considered racist because we were brought up with, at school, we just saw each other for who we were. Mm. You know, So I'm finding this quite interesting. So I was used to diversity of language and color and and all those things to find that perhaps in some ways I was still seeing things in a certain way, you know? So yeah. that's been an interesting learning for me too, um, yeah. you know, and that it, there's a deeper level to that. And I was talking to someone about this and I realised when I look back on some of my school friends who were Nigerian or African or, you know, from the Maghreb countries, never occurred to me to think that perhaps they're having issues because we were all foreign. Mm. And, you know, it never occurred to me perhaps their parents were feeling isolated, you know, and things mm. like that because they were there, they were leading good lives, you know, had often um, diplomat jobs. Mm. So it was really interesting and we all just collect, we all just connected because we're all foreign and we all had different languages, different accents. So, you know, so it's been a really interesting journey for me to see um, mm. where do, may I need to look at a different way, different way. Mm. It's always good to look at our own stuff <laughs> and our cultural <laughs> privilege and all sorts of things. Right, yes, but let's talk right. about you and your business. What is your business about? I'd love to hear you talk about it. Well, my business, you know, I started business, I realized many years ago, but didn't realize I was an entrepreneur because in those days, about 30 years ago, I started as a massage practitioner. I'd already been doing Reiki in my life. And I didn't realize that was being entrepreneurial. All I knew was that I needed to make money having come from the corporate world and wasn't getting my decent income again. So, you know, looking back now, and also we didn't have the opportunities in those days like you do now. So this is actually showing my age of being able to go global, internet, all those sort of things. So for me, when I look back over the years, and I've also had a skincare range, but now I call my business Unfold Your Freedom because I work with women. I'm a counsellor. And I'll call myself an intuitive counsellor because I've been working with Reiki and energy for many years. That's what I realised. And for me, it's always been about giving women a sense of self. Even when I was doing massage, I called it joie de vivre. Well, in English, I had to call it enjoy feeling alive because I, I hadn't always felt that myself. So for me, it was really important that when you walked away from the work that I'd done and I used aromatherapy oils and Reiki and all those sort of things, that you actually walked away enjoying who you were, enjoying the breath that you take, enjoying feeling alive. But I didn't get it at the time. I've actually only looking back. Can I see what I've done? Then I decided to do, I started uh, in the kitchen, a skincare range, and then that developed into something more. And I realized, again, it was about she who feels beautiful is free. And I really, it was a natural, and I was really wanted the magic of nature to come in that you started to really enjoy yourself as a woman for who you are, not for who you should think you were meant to be. Mm. And using these beautiful products that I kept minimalist, simple and easy, that when you use them and you put them on your face, you became truly aware of your own beauty. That was my idea behind that sort of it went a little bit flat in many ways um, because it was sort of a bit renegade at the time and unfortunately and this is where the intuition will come will come back to I had a car accident which then 
and I had PTSD, violent migraines, legal stuff. So my business didn't go where I wanted. And only now, since I've been also doing more of the work with intuition and with you, Ange, do I realize that when you're in a state of um, trauma, your nervous system is so out of whack that you actually lose connection to something higher than yourself. And I did. I lost every sense of myself, faith, everything for quite a few years. Anyhow, that 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 can come back to that. So then from there, I was so tired. It was too much. Then I came back to wanting to work with women again, but more on a service basis with the healing aspect. So being able to work with women online, to be now it's about she who feels confident is free. So I brought in it in a different way because when you feel confident about who you are, you have a wonderful sense of freedom. And when that freedom comes, a sense of joy, you know, and there's such magnificence in that when you can come to that point, or for me, that's how I see it, in your life. And then from there, what I did was what really supported me was reconnecting with my intuition. I thought a big part of me had been lost. I was so busy in the paradigm of the masculine doing and striving, but also trying to heal my body, dealing with lawyers, dealing with this, dealing with that, that a whole part of me, that spiritual side, feminine side, had got blocked. Mm. And that exacerbated the PTSD, exacerbated the depression. I made big mistakes in my business because I was not connected to me in any form or manner I was connected to this being that was too busy just trying to survive yeah and making decisions through fog and pain and I got menopause at the same time yeah. so in just this fog of no memory memory loss pain trying to make do put on a facade which is what we often as women do anyhow we put on this big facade everything's all right in our lives when in fact it's not yeah. but who do we talk to and who do we share with and that's something I really want to be able to give women that space of being able to come and share because when you learn how to hold circles or hold women and with counseling it's all about listening with really being there to listen to someone without judgment with acceptance you know and because it's all within you something I've really learned it's within you as a person it's just something's happened for it to hide and sometimes you need that extra support to mirror it back to you, to be able to hold you in the space, to be able to ju not judge you, you know, who doesn't judge you. Yeah, that we, is we where... judge ourselves so much already. Um, we need exactly someone right. to help us um, let go of that judgment, especially Ex if we've gone through something um, that's brought us shame, right? That's exactly right. That's mm. exactly right. And that's where I really want to emphasise with women why I share my story through podcasts and obviously my um, Facebook and things like that. It's because the more we start sharing our stories of what's happened to us or, you know, other women can go, well, I'm not the only one. It's okay. Mm. I can come through because sometimes you can even feel shame of needing help. Yeah. You know, I've been there myself and, and it, you've helped me mm. with your story because, as you know, I had a car accident two years ago, almost to the day. It's actually, no, it's, it was the 28th of March. And I remember the date yeah. as well because it was my ex-husband's birthday. So it's like, <laughs> like, that's another story. I, I'm that sure. <laughs> I was like, good things happen on the 28th of March. <laughs> but <laughs> No, but um, I didn't, I was so surprised at how much this accident affected me in yes. my well-being, in my yes. um in my self-esteem, in my confidence, it was almost like the carpet was pulled from be yes. beneath my feet because of the pain first, 
the lack of sleep and of course it affected my income dramatically so I was like um, having to use credit cards I was scraping about when I had I was actually I had reached a level in my business where it was like what I've always wanted to have for the past years that I'd been so yeah it was very tough and I didn't expect to actually feel depressed which is exactly what happened which I'd never experienced before but the more I talked to people who had car accidents the more they shared the same story as I did and Mm -hmm. I said like nobody prepares you for that nobody's there to hold your hand when you've been through that sort of thing to tell you that's absolutely normal the way you feel and and let me help you with that um yeah but this is not your ideal client is it no it isn't my ideal but let's talk a little bit about your ideal client and then I want to dig into Mm -hmm. your intuition story because this is the Mm -hmm. highlight of these interviews I want people to understand that um regular women like you and me can have powerful intuitive experience in their business and that this should really become the norm rather than the exception and I totally agree with you. And that's why I really support what you're doing. It's a major paradigm change. And I think it's really important that we allow ourselves to bring. Now, I've also with the intuition for me, it's also about the softness, the feminine, all that side, being in flow, being creative. So, you know, you've opened all that up in me. But coming back to my ideal client, what was interesting, because initially I did think it was um, PDST, people who've been through trauma. But as I've gone through it, and particularly working with yourself, so then we can go into my story of how this came about you guided me and helped me I'm working with women without children that has become my that landed in me so when we did the work together and I was rabbiting on about whatever I was rabbiting on and you went very I remember you just sitting there going yes 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 and then said now are you happy for me to mention what came through my Akashic records I said yes Sanj obviously there's something here (laughs) I know you enough now there's this lovely subtle but not so subtle (laughs) Chantal just keep quiet let let your intuition listen to this and then it dropped in and when it dropped into you it dropped into me and I went oh my goodness my whole body just went yes every part of my body that was knowing my intuition said that to me so even though it's been about four or five months since we've and I've been developing it ego has tried to get in there there's no doubt that other side of me oh no Chantal are you really an expert in this are you a thought leader in this no you're not blah 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 and it's all too hard so it's been really interesting journey of still fighting or in a way it is fighting struggling with my intuition in, in, in lots of my areas I don't but with this I did and then when you kept saying you need to niche more, niche more, no, Ange, no, 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 I don't need to. I'm just going to go intuitively with it. You know, this is. The- <laughs> I love what it's actually our ego that's that's portraying as our intuition. It happens, yes. doesn't it? Yes, it does. But I didn't want to hear that, Ange. I didn't want to hear you say that. I'm in my intuition here, darling. You know, nothing else. And I'm making light of it only because I laugh now looking back at myself. Again, the stubbornness that can come out. And a lot of that also is not only ego to us, but there was an element of fear in there as well. Absolutely. Element of fear, you know. uh, Is this the right thing? I can so relate to what you're sharing. I did it myself. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah twins and that's that's exactly right that's exactly right and it's wonderful so now that I'm 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 
with this, so women with children, so I'm going to work with ambitious and successful women who have not been able to have children. So that's my thing. Because again, you're asking me to niche down even further. But they've reached a point in their lives where it's just not going to happen. And that's that moment. I know for me, when that moment came, where I was told by the GP that I'd already gone into early menopause and there was no way I could have children now. That was it. it. felt like my life had ended. That was it, you know, and I was devastated. But I got in the car, had a cry with my partner, and then that was it. I never worked on the grief, the sadness, the honouring of my body. All I wanted at that point was that my body stopped bleeding. You know, those, I went into full menopause. It took another eight years you know, and I resented that because it kept telling me I can't have a child. I can't have a child. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm looking at after not having my periods now for seven or eight years, I'm going, oh, my God, Ange, and all of that. Why didn't I honor my body? The beauty of what it gave me mm. didn't give me a child, but it gave me other things. And I never honored that. So that is a real regret that I have. A real regret you know and I didn't know who to turn to so again I want to create that platform uh, whether you work with me one-on-one -on -one or you you connect with me through my groups or whatever it is that we you do is I want to create that space where we can start talking with each other yeah that we can share someone about these things what it meant for us how we felt judged as women whether we chose to have children or not to have children we still get judged I'm noticing there's a Okay, yes, there's different niches here. But one commonality I find is that there's women, women who don't get that either you didn't want children or don't understand you couldn't and it's not happening for you and give you platitudes. It will happen. It's not too late. Oh, you're going to make a great mom. Oh, my gosh. I did, Only now am I realising that didn't help me in any formal manner because we don't have conversation around it, Ange. Oh, nobody knows how to deal with grief. That's for no. sure. And that's a that's huge... Right. Um, that's a huge um, grieving period that you have when... Yes, it is. And I think you've just hit the nail on the word grief. We don't actually consider it as grief. Mm. You know, we think grief, and even then when someone dies, we don't allow ourselves to grieve often either. You know, you know, if no, you think we're in no. Australia... Give three days and that's it. You exactly. Should be done. That's it. I was going mm. to say, that's in Australia. Three days, done, you should be over it. Everyone's back on track and you're sitting there going, it hasn't even started. You, you're still not even out of what, what on earth happened, mm. you know, whether the de death was unexpected or not. So this is why I think this is really important that we do share because the other thing, when we start to realise this, we still don't want to admit it because we're still in that male paradigm of doing, doing, striving. But we also realize, feel that if, I actually share my emotions, I will fall apart. Mm. And you're not allowed to fall apart, particularly if you're ambitious, particularly successful. Now, that perhaps that's being incorrect too. But in that world, when you're in that male world of being ambitious and successful, you, you, there's no emotion allowed. Yeah, and also it's sometimes because people see you as strong and so they don't even give you that's the it. space to be... Yes to express your emotions because you're the strong one. You're the one who picks up the pieces for everyone. You're yeah. the one who makes things happen. And, yes. But then there's no one for you. Yes, that's it. And thank you for clarifying that because it's not about just ambitious and successful women, but I will be targeting more of those women. It is exactly right. But if you're strong, exactly right. And that can be anyone. And most of us women do come across as looking as though we've got it all together. Mm. So, you know, we can't show tears. 
we can't show tears. I think we're allowed more than men, but there are, there are certain type of women who are put in a position where they can't because they just have to get deal with things. Yeah. Yes. Right. That's such an amazing business and it's such an amazing service that you offer and very much needed to, I can, I can feel, see your business is telling me that you're here also to help soften society and the divide between women with children and women without children you know all yes. those camps there's camps everywhere i hate camps personally um but yeah like you know softening obviously being there for those women but also bridging uh, between yes. all women and all men uh, because there's there's bound to be some men as well i'm seeing some men in yes. your business that haven't been able to have children and who are suffering in a similar way yeah interesting interesting and now this is again coming back to intuition. At the moment, my ego's going, no way, no way would I work with men. However, it's about allowing yourself. It. So just yeah, exactly. get ready. Open to I know, and I know. Oh, open I the possibility. You... Yeah. Yes, exactly right. And it is about, so this is coming back to working with intuition. When you work with your intuition, you open yourself to possibilities that you wouldn't even have thought about. Mm or considered so that was one of them coming back so my story with intuition particularly will come back I would never have thought of working with women without children because it never occurred to me that was my story I mean like hello <laughs> I know what you mean <laughs> we have those blind you know? spots that are so funny aren't we yeah yeah, yeah. I've never talked about it with anyone even without my with, with my partner not much you know because he's older and he's already had his children you know I look back now um even my mother kept always turning it back on her she'd never be a grandmother uh you know so I was silenced all around mm. so it never occurred to me that I might have a story to tell that could empower other women too but I had to also start owning my own stuff Hmm. sure so a little question before we dig into that interesting um, story about intuition in your business do you consider yourself intuitive yes and I always have been yes okay hmm. okay and so what's the story tell us the story, what's the story? I love okay. stories stories are so good <laughs> they are and I think coming back to I was always um, a sensitive, soul intuitive, but I didn't understand what intuition meant. Mm. So this is, again, what I'm loving about what you're doing is I do believe there's an element of education, education in there it was educating me to understand that I'm actually intuitive and then me owning that and then allowing it to be part of my life. Because I do, and I've just been reading a really good book on it too, there's a part where you do need that What's the other side to intuition? Not ego, but you need both to support you the, the in your business. The logical mind, yeah. The logical mind, that's it. You need the logic yeah. as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, because you need that container to hold it in to be able to bring the intuition in. So my intuitive story is when uh, you put out a request on one of the closed Facebook groups for um, some market research and you'd put out what they were, and I thought, oh, oh I think I fit that. And it's interesting it took me a moment to say, oh, do I really? So, again, that's when you have lower self-esteem, don't listen. But something, again, intuition, something really pushed me to say, oh, I would like that. Am I the right person or the most appropriate? You came back, said, oh, yes, yes. So, anyhow, we set it up. And we're going through it. And out of the blue, you said to me, 
you asked me a question and I said, this is da-da-da-da what I want. He goes, I've got the perfect package for you. However, it's not part of what we're meant to be doing now because the idea with market research is that you don't yeah. promote something. So I went, again, nudge biggers, big smack, you know, nudge from my intuition, said, no, 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 Ange, I want you to tell me about this now because I just knew just something instinctively or intuitively told me I need to hear this. And that's when you told me about your Kickstarter package. And um, I needed to think about it a bit because uh, I had to put some considerations into place. And But it was just too strong. My, it was too strong that I needed to work with you on this. So that's that was the first inch, inch that huge intuition because up until now, even though I've been intuitive for a lot of my life, as I mentioned, after the accident, I didn't know how to listen to my I lost it, but then I didn't trust it. Mm. And I didn't know how to bring it back into my life because I was just too busy just trying to survive and heal myself on so many levels. So intuition was my last part. And it started again a couple of Oh, about eight, well, I don't even know, it was last year. I've lost track of time with everything happening last year. When I started reconnecting back to my heart, when I started coming back into my heart center and I used to just put my hand on my heart and allow myself to come back into my heart, that's when I began to listen to the whispers of my heart, which I now realize was me coming back into listening to my intuition. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know that intuition comes wow. through the heart. Exactly right. Mostly. Exactly right. Mm. Exactly right. So if so, you have got grief, oh, sorry. Sorry, no, 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 go ahead. So if you have got grief in your heart, of course, that is going to block a lot of that. And that's why I want to do the work that I do, that you learn to, you know, release the grief to be able to bring your intuition in for whatever you want to do. Mm. Mm, powerful. Mm. And there's a background mm. to your story as well, because what you told me was so funny is that you had decided you didn't want to work with any mentor at that point. Um, like you had taken almost like a year off and put the pressure off and COVID was like the perfect background for you to take a step back and mm. decide to heal yourself and focus on your own self. Uh, and that's what the first thing you said to me just before you booked. You said, I can't believe this because you asked me and I said, no, I'm not going to mention it. It's not the right time. And you asked me, even though you said you had almost swore to yourself that you wouldn't get a mentor in. So that was funny, wasn't it? It was, and thank you for reminding me that because, yes, exactly, oh, exactly. I really, really made the decision no more because, again, I was too busy listening to others. You know, I was too busy being someone else and not myself. So that's exactly right. So that's right. So that was that nudge. That's why I needed to give myself a few days to guess what? Listen to my intuition <laughs> that this was the, 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 this is the thing I needed to do. Mm. And then I did. And the, the, so when I made the decision that everything started to fall into place, so then we started working together and that's when you came in with working women without children. And that was like, oh, my gosh, that's it. And, it's, and I, even though my ego has tried to, you know, put the seeds of doubt and fear in me, I've known in my heart, intuitive, heart, mm. that that's the thing, that's where I'm meant to be working because it just resonated in every part of my body, every part of my body. And you know what? I'm really glad we're having this conversation. First, because I'm delighted for you. Uh, because when you are truly aligned to your business and the purpose that you're meant to, to you know, accomplish in your life, there's nothing sweeter than that, is there? But I also Oops, love that you're talking about the fact that it's in your entire body. You feel it mm. in your body. And that's mm. what makes, that's what I want every entrepreneur to feel, that they're so on course 
that their business energizes them. And that's when you also know that you're, you've used your intuition in your business because it feels completely different, doesn't it? It does. You feel excited. You get up in the morning. Yes, sometimes I think, oh, my God, what am I doing? And I can't see the wood for the trees as I'm niching down. But exactly right, Ange. You feel excited. You feel in flow. There's a different energy. There's joy, you know, and you talk differently because you're owning it. You're actually owning it. And the other intuitive part of this was, you mentioned to me in that process, you need to get a VA. Oh, yeah, sort of, oh, because you wanted to get someone to do your bot for the challenge. That's I exactly right. So I wanted exactly right. to help me with this techno. I said, no, you need a VA. I knew that. That's e- the, yeah, exactly right. Now, see, now listen, ladies, that's what Ange told me. And I went, oh, no, because I was worried about finances. I don't need that. I can do it all on my own. You know, this is coming back to that, you know, Miss Independent. And then I think it was only a few weeks later where you said it again. So you talk, you said it to me again, and then I went, okay. Because, in fact, I contacted Dee, and then I pushed it aside. Then I went back and went, you know what, I need Dee in my life. Again, oh, my gosh, is she incredible. Because she works also. Now, again, intuition, and I trusted your judgment as well because always recommendations were invaluable. But when I first spoke to her, she just knew what I was talking about. What more could I want? A VA who actually gets what I'm talking about. Something happened again today between her and I. She said, oh, I knew she wasn't, she said, I won't go into the detail, but something, this wasn't just about business. This was something more than, and we knew it on one level and it became apparent today what it was. Wonderful. But we both listened to something, an energy, something there. And also because we trust you, you know. Mm. And that is the power of intuition because then you start listening to others as well and going, okay, you know. Mm. As long as you bring it back to you and make sure yes. that it feels right for you. Yes. That's, that's the thing, yes. isn't it? Yes. It's very important. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Ooh, that is, it feels so, so wonderful. Really wonderful. How do you receive your intuition mm. when you do? Now, this is an interesting one. I have it through various things. I feel it in my heart, so in a sense in my body. Sometimes I can hear something. So my father has occasionally been my guide, so I might hear a word or something. I don't actually hear the voice, but it's like a voice, but it's not a voice. It's quite difficult to explain. But it's like I hear something Mm. and or there's just this knowing. It just goes boom and there's just this knowing. So it's really that. um, So I'm not so there's clear sentence, clear. I'm not clear audience as such. But I and when I work with someone where the intuition comes in, I just feel it. I can feel it in your energy. There's just a sense and there's just this knowing. Now, what I've had to learn to do also when I talk to clients or with friends, I get this strong knowing. I, what I do is I've got to learn to check it in three times with myself to make sure it's not mine, number one. Number two, they might not be ready to hear it. So I've had to really work with that. Or I've gone in and said, look, I don't know why I'm feeling this and why I'm saying this to you, but this is so strong coming through me. I need to share it with you, and then you do what you want with it. And then I've got to step back. Mm. And what I found over a period of time Friends have come back and said, oh, my God, you were so right. But I can't tell you why because there was no logic at mm. that point why that was happening. There was no logic. But I listen, and this has been happening to me over the years, and I look back 
over the years. Mm. You know, I've known it's been there, but I never developed it or I suppose it was just so part of me that I never occurred to me that it was anything, that it is something so beautiful and special. Mm. And probably you didn't understand it that well, would you say? It's a good question. It might be, it could be, I don't know about that, Ange, because I... I'd have to think about that, but I think it was just so part of my life. I didn't need time. It was just there. Hmm. And we're all born. I love that you say that because we are all born intuitive and I want our listeners to hear this. Yes. It's not a special gift that a fairy, you know, bestow upon you in your cot when you're born. We are all born intuitive, but it's true. (laughs) And I I used to put intuitive people and especially psychic people on a pedestal until I realized absolutely not. Um, if you observe um, younger people, I will say, they're very often intuitive until they start school. Yes. And then yes. the process begins. Yeah. And I've seen that with my own children. It's broken my heart. And I'm, I just need to trust that they'll rekindle it at some point. Um, yeah. But I, I literally saw the process of how school was drumming yeah. it out of them. Yes, and I think something you said coming back to understand it, I think it wasn't so much I didn't understand it, I didn't understand how to own it Mm. because we weren't taught how to own it. And when I spoke, because my mum started me off on this journey, my mum has always been renegade, but when we looked back into her side of the family, I have a great aunt who lived in Sydney, so the other side of Australia to where I am, and she went into the church to make it, feel all right but she in fact she was the one that was very intuitive and psychic okay so you see I didn't know how to own it hmm. Hmm. ah so my dear Chantal where can people find you well intuitively <laughs> <laughs> sorry I just had to that's that's the naughty that's the little angels going you know let's have a little bit of fun let's have a good laugh let's use your intuition to find Chantal that's exactly right so that would be a good test everyone (laughs) and if that doesn't work because most probably it won't you know because it didn't for me either you can find me on my business page unfold your freedom I am now going to that's on Facebook yeah Facebook sorry yes Facebook biz page um there and on my I'm going to actually use LinkedIn a lot more but I'm under Chantal Vanderhagen there so you can find me in those two places if you want to know more about my women without children group you know it's 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 called women without children transforming the story that's on Facebook and I'll be yeah that's where you'll find me and that's where you'll get all the information on what I'm doing and who I am and get to know me you know get to know let's get to know each other and because the more you listen to yourself you might be drawn to work with me but you're not sure because you still need to get to know me so get to know to create that trust and then you start trusting your own intuition because it can be still a leap of faith let's face it absolutely it's so scary to go for to therapy for the first time or to to open up that pandora box of all our emotions it's incredibly scary i still remember the first uh well i was a child so it was probably easier but i still remember the first session i had with a therapist and it mm-hmm. was scary yeah. um, as a child i don't think i was scared of her because she was very kind but it was about opening those emotions that had not been allowed out before and and had been judged and repressed and 
So she took quite a while just playing with me to show me that I could be me. Beautiful. And that was, that was massive. That was massive. Oh, and I just really felt that. And that is what you we, we do as adults. So it's just hold someone in that space with that love and tenderness. It's that tenderness. Yeah. And that you don't have to leave a part of you at the door. Everything exactly can come right. in. Exactly right. That's right. Mm. As I said before, I almost wish I didn't have children so I could work with you, Chantal. <laughs> but we'll have other ways to do wonderful things together. The last question I want to ask you, and it's just almost like my, it's my favorite question of all of them. Well, I can't say that. I don't like favorites. But uh, <laughs> what would you say to someone who's afraid to use their intuition in business? Hmm. I mean, this is going to sound really harsh. Get over it. Basically, <laughs> get over it. You know, that's what, oh, you know, Rossi, I, I had to sit here for a moment to say I can't say that because it can. sounds very harsh, but I can't exactly. And that's not my intuition. It's really, I'm going to say it with lots of love and kindness. Really give yourself permission to step into this space and trust. Because basically what it boils down to, and again, this is coming back to what I was saying earlier about the way I work, when you have confidence in yourself, you have confidence in your tuition, you take that into your business and it becomes that beautiful circle of life, okay? But it, and it is a process. It is a process where you will go forward, come back. I know I have. You know, I'd, you know, I'd go back and forth, back and forth. Is this real or not? To the point now, yes, I can still have my moments of doubting it. But the more you I practice, practice, mm. just do something. And I think that's what I loved about doing your um, Facebook challenge was sit down and think of all the little things that have happened. That is your intuition. That was a that's a really good yes. exercise. to Stay too is very powerful to do like a detective work of, yes, actually, I have stories and I'm going to own them because we discard exactly. the stories because it doesn't fit with the mental model that we've been given because we don't exactly. have a model to honor our intuition. Exactly. We only have, we, like, we live in a society where, and, and this is, comes to Einstein, I don't know exactly what his quote was, but where the intellect has been worshipped above the yes. intuition and it needs to be reversed. But we exactly. don't have that model yet. So that's why this podcast, and I'm so passionate about education and, and putting intuition on the, on the curriculum. Mm. I agree with you. And as you said, in business, because when I didn't have that side of me in business, when I was so busy of the doing and the, the going into all the technical side and the and the um, admin, I didn't have that intuition. And I and then, of course, the car accident didn't help. But what I realized now was there was a whole part of me that just simply didn't exist. And that's when I also helped contribute me falling a heap. So do, ladies, listen to what Ange is saying, what we're saying here. Do bring that in because it makes it made me feel complete and whole mm. and to bring it in business. So that's partly why one last thing, I'm a little bit hesitant of going on to LinkedIn, but I'm going to watch you, Ange, is a little bit, I'm an intuitive counsellor. What will people think? See, there's that little bit of doubt coming in. But as soon as yeah. I have that doubt, it's not going to happen. Mm. Mm. And um, well, I was very scared of going back onto LinkedIn. It's going to be a year in April and nothing's happened. You know, the, the world hasn't fallen apart. <laughs> and I, talk really? intuition. 
I talk yeah. tarot in business. I talk of all sorts of things. I yeah. had one really, really nasty comment, like within the hours oh, really? of joining LinkedIn from a man who felt that he had to protect women from me because I was such a, an embezzler and <laughs> such a fraud. And so he, on my, on my one of my very first post, posts, he, um, he kind of like told me that I shouldn't be prying on those weak women, you know? And it was so interesting. And um, I didn't have the, um, how do you say? I didn't have the presence of thought to report his comment or delete it. But I took it back to me. I knew there was something in me that attracted this comment because I still felt like a fraud. And I was very scared of someone doing that. So, of course, I manifested it. So I owned it fully and I took it as... um, a sign that I needed wow. to work on it and it never happened again so there you go like I did a good job <laughs> of clearing you that did, and I, you did and because we're coming to the end but I think what you said and I totally agree with you and I hope that's come across to women in our own it own it fully it's and taken that years is, it will take it, a long yes time, exactly probably. it's a process but yeah. start now yeah. and you will have your doubts you will have your moments you will question it but keep coming back. That's what I'd like you on. I kept coming back. I kept coming back because I knew I'd had it. I kept coming back. And my God, it's the best thing that I've done in my life at this point in time, wow. <sighs> apart from any other things. But just coming back to my intuition, I just feel my, my world has opened up in a whole, just a magnificent way I didn't expect. And I wanted to finish this podcast episode actually um, sharing with our audience how when you when you tap into your intuition in business it's almost like all the doors open synchronicities start to happen things are literally put on a platter for you that doesn't mean there's never going to be a challenge but it's that it's because you follow the energy the energy is suddenly opened in front of you and and your the universe meets you halfway it starts to bring its magic into it and i think for me that's what's been the most amazing of this journey and I agree with you, Ash. And I think, again, you've got to trust that it's going to happen because initially you want it to happen very fast. You know, I want it to, you know, the mm. momentum to be there now. So I'm having to go into faith that things are starting to open up. And I can't see all of it yet, mm. but it definitely there is a change. And I'm trusting that. And I'm ha- and also not only trust, I'm having faith. And that's the other thing I've brought in is having faith mm. that Beautiful. this is, as you said, and things are starting to happen, not, as I said, as fast as I'd like, because guess what? The ego comes in. You know, to say to you, well, see, it's not happening as fast as you want, so therefore it's not happening, okay? So you do need to be aware. So use a lot of journaling, writing, whatever it is that you need to do to work through that, okay? To work through it. I think we're Mm -hmm. going to leave this with our audience. I want to thank you so much for coming on this podcast episode. It's been a delight. And uh, I can't wait for it to go live um, um, and for people to be able to connect with you and find you and your beautiful work. Um, I want to thank the audience as well for listening to us and coming that far. And I'll speak to you again in the next episode. Thank you, everyone. Thank Thank you, you, Ange. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Intuition Podcast. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating. And if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs. 
and go on to my website to download my free workbook on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.